1: Moo, mad cow, mad
0: cow, mad cow, mad cow, line dance song Hey, Sungai Nation, welcome to the show on another Friday afternoon. Sungai along with Chris Marks with you. Some show notes before we jump into things with our guest today. If you're looking for some professional wrestling, there's a metric crap ton of it this week. WrestleMania in Los Angeles. There are shows all over town, conventions all over town. So there are lots of guides here. I don't want to leave anyone out, so we'll leave those alone. But tomorrow in Raleigh, North Carolina, Gouge is returning. Weather dependent as far as the start time, it may be delayed from advertised if they need to wait out the weather, but it will happen. Wrestle Club had to rearrange things. They still will have a live stream of a show, but the convention they were supposed to partner with for tomorrow and Sunday, uh, due to the weather, had to back out of that show. But there will be a live streaming of an event, so make sure you check out the Russell Club social media for those announcements. So without further ado, it is time once again, as we do annually, to welcome Chad French to the show. He is the promoter of Paul Cade, an event we have fell in love with here on this particular show. It raises money for the Semaine Society in his local area. And this year, it could be the last year. And we have another twist on the event. Besides raising money to help benefit the Humane Society, this year it is being split, and part of the proceeds will go to the family of the late Sean Patrick O'Brien. I am booked on Paul K. this year, which I have been looking forward to since the very first event. I have always wanted to be on one. This year I get that honor and privilege thanks to the promoter but chad thank you so much for once again this year taking time to be with us to educate the people on pawcade
2: i appreciate you having me on
0: like i said this year you have said that it will be the final one i know there's been a few bumps in the road for you personally and also as a promoter running Paul Cade but can you tell us why this might be the last Paul Cade that we get
2: uh it's it's getting harder every year to to get people together and it's just it's a, my kids are getting older, and I'm getting older, and I've had some health issues. It's just becoming something that I'm not going to want to continue to do for too much longer. So this year we just decided this should be the last one. Now
0: obviously, Paul Cade was announced a few months ago, but it was just a couple of weeks ago that we lost – someone that was very universally loved in the professional wrestling industry, Sean Patrick O'Brien. He, of course, worked on a number of shows with you of various accounts. Uh, You refereed together. You've done commentary on shows he's been on, not just Paul Cage, just shows in general. It was a big blow to all of us. What led to you... Deciding that you were going to use Paul Cade in part to help raise funds for his family.
2: Well, I mean, I mean, it was just as soon as we heard about it, there was just no question in our minds that I mean, we we do we do try to do our best for the shelter and everything every year, and we give as much as we can. But I mean, when you got a a guy as loved as Sean was. And uh, the way he helped and was positive to just every person he came in contact with, uh, like I, I haven't really went into it too far, but like we were probably on over a hundred shows together, one way or another. And uh, his little girl JJ was at I'd say seventy-five of those. And you see his kid grow up, and then you think, you know, this kid doesn't have her dad. His mom just lost a son. I mean, it's just a terrible situation, and we, I mean, we're not obviously not going to be able to give forty thousand dollars or something something crazy like that. But any amount of money we can make for them too is just going to be icing on top of the cake for us as far as helping their family out. I mean, it's one of those situations where he was such a good guy and so beloved by everybody that that help helping his family out, but like as soon as as soon as we heard it, it wasn't even a there wasn't even a thought in our mind to just go ahead and just give what we could give
0: i never personally got to work on a show with him he was on our show multiple times and he was somebody i definitely wanted to be on a show with in person at some point. I was very much looking forward to having that happen this year. And then, of course, uh, so close to making that happen, we lost him. Uh, I know from people I know very well that he was one of the most universally loved people in the business. Based on that, I know Paul Cade has been an important event for people since the inception of it. But over the last two weeks, what has been the outpouring of people wanting to be part of this for him uh, since we lost him?
2: Oh, I mean, it's 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 crazy because we had. Well, i mean this is a situation where we've had as a rule you, you know you book shows in advance and yada yada there's people who have been trying to reach out and i mean we're trying to fit everybody we can on the show and we've got a number of uh we've got another number of donated tickets from individuals and we're going to use that to uh get as many of his family into the show as possible that way they don't have to worry about anything even if we run out of donated tickets his family's able to get in but uh, wrestlers, as far as that goes, it, I mean, they're going to show up, obviously, uh, to to help out as best they can for Sean. I mean, like I said before, he was beloved, so everybody wants to help as much as they can. But uh, as far as the actual show itself, there's only so many, you know, there's only so many spots. But luckily, there's a bunch of other shows popping up that are probably. Paradigm's hosting a show the night before where uh, I believe $10 from every ticket sold is going to Sean's family. And then there's another one that's going to be in the arena, I think, in May that will be the same vein. So, I mean, even if we can't get people on Pawcade, there's going to be lots of shows where they're trying to raise money for Sean and his – or Sean's family. Uh, But, yeah, there's been a lot of people reach out, but there's only – unfortunately – the show was already booked in advance as you, as you know there i mean there's only 3 weeks out there's not a lot i mean this was a shock to all of us and there's not really a whole lot we can do as far as fitting more matches or any of that stuff on the show it was already as packed full as we could get it but any it, 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 obviously there's been wrestlers that uh, were the if they were wanting to get paid they said they didn't want to be paid obviously and stuff like that so that's that's nice thing for Sean's family.
0: The people that have listened to our show for a long time will recall I've wanted to be on Paul Cade since the very first time that I heard about it, and you were kind enough to book me into a spot for Paul Cade, which I greatly appreciate. Uh, It's going to have even more meaning this year since It potentially is the last one, and of course now there are two great reasons to support this cause. I personally want to thank you for putting me on the show, but have you gotten a lot of requests from people like me that don't live in the area but want to be part of this because of what it represents as far as where the money's going, and how you're helping.
2: Uh, like I said, yeah, we've got some people messaging, but it's a situation where, as far as it goes at this point, most of the show is already booked. But luckily, luckily, this this show in general, as far as it goes, gets people, as far as uh, both workers and fans, from different parts of the country anyway. We've got people coming from Texas, from Florida, Iowa, uh Seattle uh we got people coming from everywhere across the country east coast west coast down south wherever you can think of uh and yeah with Sh- with Sean's untimely passing we've had people reach out and we're trying to do the best we can to accommodate everybody as far as uh trying to get them spots where they could possibly work on the show and then spots where they can just come and and be there for Sean cuz even if, you know, we want to obviously sell the sell out the tickets for Sean's family, and his mother is going to be in, in attendance and uh, his family, so we want the building as full as possible for him uh, just in general, so whatever we got to do to make that possible, whoever's going to come in, uh, we've had some very nice people uh, donate tickets and money and Everything else, so that's that's always nice, and I I just hope we uh, we do the this whole thing proud is all I can hope.
0: You have succeeded every single year in making it a event to be proud of, so I have no doubt this year will be no different. And if the people attending from Seattle want to split a cab ride from the airport, somebody let me know. Uh, you, in years past, you have also taken part in a few different roles yourself in Paul Kate, Apart from promoting, uh, you've done a few segments on the shows over the years. But this year, you are going into a thumbtack dog-collar death match, which seems a pinch out of your normal wheelhouse. What led to this?
2: well we've got a, a gentleman that uh he was actually on the the first two powkades he actually uh won the uh loyal rumble on the first powkade and then was in the second powkade and then he uh retired from wrestling for a little bit his uh big D Daniel luck and he uh announced he was coming back after we had already booked most of the show and started messaging it but not me he would messaging other people and then he never said anything to me never said anything to me and then he went on twitter and facebook and post started posting random videos about how angry he was he wasn't on the show but he never spoke to me about it so i asked if he wanted to be in the battle royal and that wasn't good enough so i was like i'm sorry man the shows are you know shows already booked and uh, i went to work one night uh came out and uh i got a lock in the door and Feel a chain wrapped around my neck, and there's a six foot three, four hundred fifty pound guy choking me out, telling me that he's going to be on the show, and I, I was—I mean, you're scared, you're getting choked, you have no idea what's going on. I just, well, yeah, whatever. And then he releases the the video of him attacking me the next day. So, I mean, my kids saw it, my wife saw it. You, you, you can't. Yeah. Wrestling's wrestling, but then you get this, a guy jumps you at your work? Like, I'm trying to, you know, feed my family, and this guy comes up from behind when I'm at work and attacks me to be on a wrestling show, and this was before all the Sean stuff went down, and, I mean, you made my kids cry. I'm a man at the end of the day. I'm a nice guy. I, I try to do the best I can for people, but... As people found out last year, I I, I, will I will fight you.
0: Now, besides people like Daniel Luck that are wrestling on the show, coming out of retirement and so forth, and you have a lot of great wrestling talent, people like Cole Radrick, Mance Warner, Carry Offal, my old partner Hoodfoot, Mo Atlas. Charlie Cruel, lots of great talent from your area, out of the area, coming to wrestle. But as we know, it takes a lot more than that to put on a successful show. You have ring announcers, commentators, referees, managers. You've always had high level of those roles for Paul Cade since the first one. Does it take a lot of effort on your part to be able to book all of the other roles besides just wrestling? I know it's easy to look at a guy wrestling and say, I have a match for you. But when you're looking at referees and ring announcers and things of that nature, is it a little bit harder because there are fewer spots on the show for those?
2: No. No. Uh, actually, it's really not. I work. I, I've been involved with so many shows. I've worked with such great people that I, as a rule, I know what I can work with. When you know who who I know the people that I'm working with. As a rule, ninety nine percent of the time, and I know what they can do. So, uh, and generally, when I reach out, it's not that. It, I mean, it's. I, I very rarely have someone say no. As far as that goes, I mean, there's times where schedules don't match up. Obviously, with everybody, you know, referees, managers, uh, wrestlers, anybody, and you know, they can't they can't make it and stuff like that, or they have a, a, a my, if they have a booking where they're you know, if they have a, a a paying a paying booking on a day where you're doing a charity event, I don't want them coming to my charity show. I don't care. I don't care who they are. I mean, go do that. But uh, like. The referees we got obviously we got great referees we've had great referees every year um, we've had great commentary every year uh, ring announcers as a rule Jay Rose has been there every year uh, this year we've got uh, another great lineup of talent as far as referees commentary everybody so I think we're in good shape as again as a rule and it's it's an the dogs themselves the animals themselves are a good cause but once you add in the fact the situation with Sean this year uh it it's it's never a problem to fill those spots
0: now this year the show is at a brewery and it's a totally different venue from where you started Paul Cade what was it about this location that attracted you to it in order to run Paulcade there
2: actually i I was starting to i needed i just wanted a different look for the show in general and that building uh, as, that building as big as it is is great but it's also outside well it's not really outside but it's a it's got a roof on it but it's still technically outside so if what whether it gets really cold or really hot you got to deal with that uh you got 50 or 60 wrestlers that you're trying to... You got, I had to rent two buildings in order to... I had to rent a, another separate building just to have space for people to change. So we needed a, a an indoor facility that was probably going to look better on camera for one, and it was just something... It, and it's a different type of draw, too. It's closer to Louisville. We're going to get people from the Louisville metropolitan area there. Uh, and then uh, Mouse, Robert Bellamy... Robert Starks Bellamy, did a fr- his Fright Night show there this past year, and he told me to reach out to them and see what they look like. And it's uh, Our Lady of Perpetual Hops in New Albany, and they were gracious enough to host us, and they've been really helpful. They've, they that One of their food trucks is going to be out there. We've got another food truck coming, and uh, they've just been nothing but courteous and kind and uh they're on Facebook. Look them up. They're 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 a great organization there too, and they seem and they seem very willing to help with whatever we need help with, and that's that's always a good thing.
0: Absolutely. Now, in years past, it's been a very dog friendly show where you have not only human fans coming, but the dogs come and enjoy the show, and they can get their nails trimmed and get treats for themselves, and so forth and so on. Are we going to see more of the same in this location where dogs are able to come? Yeah, they can.
2: People can bring dogs. They just, you know, it's like anything else. They got to use common sense. So they got animals that don't get along with other animals. Probably not a good idea to bring them. But yeah, people can bring their dogs, and and we're going to have. There's going to be somebody bringing. Uh, and uh dog cookies for the for the doggies and stuff like that. So yeah, it's always it, I mean, it's always that kind of event. So that's always nice. And uh, yeah, it's it's going to be fun. I mean, it's going to be obviously it's going to be a little more adult themed this year, but kids are obviously going to be there. It's going to be fine. It's a it, that building is a you know, kids can be in there, but there will be beer on premises since it is a brewery. But you got obviously you got what you want to be 21 and over for that, but I mean Dogs, kids, uh, monkeys, if you want to bring them, it doesn't really matter as long as they're, you know, well-behaved.
0: One of the people on the show this year is Kerry Offal. I've known Kerry since he was a dog, teaming with a boy. How appropriate is it that we have an actual dog on the show? I know the first year, you didn't have him until late in the game, but you had Sean Kemp, who was, of course, the Midwest mutt. Ending things, you still have Kerry Offal who at one point was a dog. How important is it to have a dog-themed wrestler on Paul K, Do you think?
2: It's a, it's always a nice addition, but it, I mean, I I love Sean and Kerry both. So either either any time you can have one of those guys on the show, it's a great it's a great addition, but. They could call themselves whatever they wanted and still be fine, but yeah, I mean it's always nice, especially if kids are there for have some uh, an animal themed person on the show, like we've had uh, a couple guys. We had a guy dressed like a gorilla one year and stuff like that, giving the kids bananas. And yeah, it's it's always nice to have uh, some some sort of animal type uh, gimmick there for some for for the kids more than anything. And this year, I guess, for drunk adults.
0: Why not both?
2: Uh, well, yeah. Well, not drunk kids, though. I hope not.
0: Um, it isn't a lot of
2: Those circus midgets cannot hold their alcohol. I do know that.
0: True. Uh, can you take us through this year's card? I know it's a very stacked card. There are a lot of people that want it on the show. Like you've been saying, a lot of people added to it later in the game. Can you run down what the fans are going to see action-wise on the big Paul Cade event this year? I will
2: run it down as fast as possible. (laughs) Uh, We're going to have our main event is the uh, it's a rough day to die death match, which is a fans bring to Westman's death match, which is pretty much anything but glass because we want broken glass in a brewery. That's bad bad juju, but that's a... Dimitri Alexandrov against Kai Faden, and, and uh, they both asked for this, and so they're going to get it. So that's going to be our main event. It's going to be the last thing on the show, and it's going. so if the kids don't want to see blood, it's probably the one to leave for. Uh, Com championship chain match, uh, current reigning champion A-game Joseph Alexander, taking on Matt Diesel, and there's been a slight change to that. Originally it was going to be Zodiac but now Merck will be taking that spot. And Zodiac will actually be moving into Merck's former match when I get to that. Uh, Gary J. taking on Kayla Cassidy. Uh, Hoodfoot taking on Aaron Williams, first-time matchup for both of them. Annick uh, and Murphy, Chase Holiday, another first-time matchup. Then we've got the uh, uh, First Class defending their uh, Brawl USA tag team titles against the Natter-day Saints and the Creeps. Uh, we, of course, we got the last stampede, Battle Royal, featuring uh, Twitter superstar Steve and several others. Uh, then we've got uh, the four first-round matches for the Doug French Memorial Canine Cup, our second year. Uh, last year won by Hoodfoot. Uh, our very first match of the show, which is the first-round match, is Mance Warner versus Cole Radrick versus Kerry Offal versus Hardware Heater versus Mad Dog Connolly versus Kevin Giza. That is the very first match of the show. Uh then you got Schwartzy versus Don't Die Miles versus Now Zodiac. You got Lobo Akami taking on Dylan Derringer and Max Zero in another match. Then you've got Hardcore Charles, which is the alter ego of Charlie Cruel, taking on Randy West and Jeffrey John in our last first round matchup for the uh the uh Doug French Memorial Canine Cup. And then there's the, gonna be the finals of that later on in the evening. So it's a packed show. Plus we've got uh, musical performances by Knights on Holiday. They're gonna be playing uh on the pre show and then at intermission. Uh they're a good they're a good band here. Uh Zach McGruber, uh one of our uh, great uh contributors to the show he was actually my tag team partner last year before he was a jerk and I had to put him through a table. Uh, he, he his band will be performing and they're he, they're a great group of guys. So yeah, it's a it's a it's a packed show. Oh yeah, and then there's my match where I'm gonna be uh, dog collar <laughs> to a 450 pound man. Uh, the ring will be filled with th- thumbtacks and thumbtack weapons, and the only way you can win is a pinfall or submission. So yeah, fun
0: stuff. Promoters all over the country know, as a general rule, I do not do Fans Bring the Weapon matches, but I will make this one-time exception if I am needed for that particular match. I would do that, but (laughs) I go right back into exile from Fans Bring the Weapon matches after that. But for this one time, for this one cause, if needed, I would do it.
2: That is that is that is a that is a solid rule to stick by. Uh, hope hopefully we won't have to call you into action for that one. But uh, I mean, stay limber because you never know it's wrestling. So
0: you shove me through the curtain when you want me to go out, and I'll go do it.
2: I uh, I, I know physically I won't be able to go out and do it at that point, so I'll probably be pulling thumbtacks out of everywhere.
0: I've done that to myself plenty of time before. I completely understand. Some of these guys I am extremely familiar with, and you've got a great lineup. Every year it seems like I learn of a new wrestler I haven't seen until Paul Cade, and they strike me as someone that, going to be on the rise in the business do you have a certain person or maybe multiple people that you see as sort of the dark horse as far as they're on the card but maybe they don't get recognized on a wide basis just yet that potentially going to break out and have a really stellar career
2: oh wow uh see that's a hard one because uh Everybody on the show is such a good person, and so talented, it's hard to just pick a few people. Uh, let me uh, – Dmitry Alexandrov is uh, super talented. Uh, Joseph Alexander, the midwestterritory.com championship chain holder, amazing talent. Matt Diesel, Kayla Cassidy, Hoodfoot, obviously, uh, Chase Holliday, uh, First Class, Narrow Saints, Creeps, all of them are talented. Uh, Jeffrey John, uh, Lobo, uh, Cole, obviously – uh, as far as people that are still coming up, I mean, I could say good things about everybody on this show, uh, from Schwartzie to Aaron Williams. I'm just trying to remember the the younger guys, <laughs> uh, and it's hard to remember them all because we got a we got a ton of people coming in. Uh, Charlie Cruel, uh, Anakin Murphy. I don't know if I said him, but uh, Kylie Faden, like just so many talented young people, and uh, we've had. I mean, if you watch the collective. Which uh, that's why I'm a little exhausted today because I was up watching wrestling all night and I'll be watching it all weekend, obviously, due to that and WrestleMania. But I mean, we've had we've had people from Paul Cades on like every show so far, and you'll see guys from Paul Cade on uh, GCW, and it's just it's nice to have them. We've had F we've had you know uh, John Wayne Murdoch, we've had all these people that are huge names in the independents and every year uh we've ha- we've been lucky enough to get some of these talented talented people hoodfoot I mean we had hoodfoot on our second show and uh the next year he blew up huge or actually we had him on our first show and uh the uh, two years later he blew up uh but uh we were we were on the hoodfoot train well before a lot of people were uh, and there's so much talent. Ron Bass, Jr., first class, like I said, Daniel Starling, his partner, two great kids out of Florida. Uh, man, it's just, it's just. I'm just, I, I'm tickled pink with the amount of talent on this show and the amount of good, solid people we've got, and everybody that's on this show is sacrificing something, giving up a booking, having to do double shots, three or four different things just to make it here, and I, I can't thank anybody, everybody enough. It's going to be just talent wall-to-wall, and then me. So,
0: <laughs> I believe it was his second or third match ever were Hood, Foot, and I tag team. So, I'm right there with you getting on the train early for him. Oh, In addition to ticket sales... You announced, of course, like usual, there's going to be a big raffle involved. And the money, I believe, if I'm correct, gets split just like the ticket sales where the proceeds go half to the family, half to the Humane Society. What can you tell us about the raffle so far?
2: Uh, The raffle, I mean, we're going to get as much cool stuff as we can in the raffle. I mean, uh, we're going to obviously have... uh Poster from the event for everybody on the show, um, and we've got some stuff lined up. We got some cool things lined up. It's when day of show they're going to see that this was this is something they want to invest a few bucks in just to see if they might be able to win it. I know uh, and this happened last time we had a dog collar match. Uh, the dog collar and chain will be will be in the raffle as well. Like every, this one raffle, whoever wins it is getting all of it because we don't got time to do 65 raffles. So we're going to raise as much money as possible from the uh, first match until, like, close to the main event, and then we're going to get uh, get that money in the right hands the way it should be and get rid of all the stuff that I'm sure will be taking up an entire table.
0: <laughs> Probably not. I've been in talks with someone that is currently in Los Angeles looking for donations to add to the raffle as well, so I think it's going to be possibly the most loaded raffle you'll have in Paul Cade history.
2: Well, that's always good news.
0: You announced a few days ago that you want this venue to be packed for Sean, of course, and people uh, that can't afford the tickets, could contact you to see what could be worked out. I know 100%. in years past, uh people have donated tickets. Um, if they could not attend, they would buy the ticket, donate it. What are you doing as far as things of that nature for this venue for this particular show?
2: Yeah, we've had, like I said, we've had several people donate tickets, Uh one person in particular, uh, a young man from Cincinnati bought uh, a whole bunch of tickets and donated them. Uh, so we, uh, we're taking those. Uh, we've had a couple people reach out, and I'm trying to I'm trying I put, them, put them on Facebook as far as, like, the local pages around here. Anybody wants to come out, anybody. We were trying to find a local youth group or something, but it's harder than you think to get that going. But we've got Sean's family that's going to take a – I told anybody that wants to come – that has something to do with Sean, talk to me, and we will get them in that building. Because we can only fit so many people in the building. So those, you know, we've got several tickets to give away. We're going to give those away, and we're going to get as many people possible in that building. And if if somebody can't afford to come to a show, when I was a kid, we could not afford stuff like that. And I hate to think that there's a kid that wants to be there for whatever reason, whether they think Hoodfoot's awesome or they, you know, they love, uh, you know, Gary J. or whoever, uh, I want them to be in that building. So I'm making as as Chris, I put it on Twitter, I put it on Facebook. I'm making as crystal clear as possible. If it's a situation where you want to be there, don't worry about money. We will we will get you in that building because I know what it's like to not be able to do what you want to do, and it sucks. Whether you're an adult, whether you're a kid, especially if you're a kid because you didn't do anything, <laughs> so. Uh, we're just we're just going to do our best to get tickets in the hands of anybody that needs them.
0: Hopefully you have plenty of room for all the people that have always dreamed of seeing Shanghai in New Albany.
2: I mean, we, we've already may have to add on to the building, so we'll see.
0: Those poor contractors. Yeah, well, at yeah. this point, my uh, co-host is standing by, Chris Marks, who you have Not met yet, new to our staff, is with us. I know he has questions for you as well as we head into Paul Cade. So, Chris Marks, take it away.
1: Hey there, Chad. How are you today? I'm living a dream, man. How are you? (laughs) I can't complain too much. Um, Now, I know today we're promoting Paul Cade, and that's definitely the purpose of the show. But I hope that you don't mind, uh, as we transition from kind of the first half of the interview to the second half, just kind of as a palate cleanser, would you mind a couple of questions that aren't related?
0: Oh, sure. Go ahead.
1: Okay, great. Um, prepping for the show this week, I, I, I was watching some videos and stuff. I watched a video discussing uh, Dan the Dad mocking your New Balance and grill accessories uh, and uh, your your special grill fork. So I have to do it. Let's talk grills. Summer's approaching. Grilling season's on in most areas. Not frozen over in mid-March like we hear in Washington State. Uh, what's on the grill for you this time of year?
2: Oh, this time of year, uh, I mean sure. burgers and brats and and pork chops.
1: And uh, what kind of what kind of grill do you use? I have a, I have a pellet grill that smokes. I love it. Some people call it bougie because it's got Bluetooth functionality. But uh, what what kind of grill do you? That have? is
2: bougie. Uh, I've got what it you is. call a Walmart charcoal grill. I know it's a fancy there term, but that's what it is. I think it might be a Weber.
1: There you go. There you go. I, th- and certainly that's what. Uh, that's what I learned on, but uh, I had the good fortune when I moved into the new house recently to get something kind of fancier. Um, <laughs> so so you, you, do you like to do a lot of grilling this time of year at least? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's
2: always nice to get outside. Yeah.
1: Um, also, in the same video, this is just kind of a, a silly one, uh, you mentioned uh, having a booking canceled that weekend and your inability to buy Popeye's that weekend, which is the worst. Uh, but it prompted me to have to ask, uh, if, if that's the kind of thing you indulge in, what's your favorite fast food, uh, chicken sandwich?
2: Oh man, that's a, uh, Oh, that's a fight starter right there. There are a lot. It of is. People. And it's
1: just, it's an especially competitive chicken sandwich market now all of a sudden too.
2: And it's, uh, if you'd have asked me a year ago, I'd have probably said the Popeye spicy chicken, but I honestly, uh, there's been some good ones in the game lately. Uh, Wendy's spicy chicken is still still damn good. I think I'm going to go ahead and go back to Wendy's being my favorite, mainly because of the accoutrement. you got some tomatoes and such. I think that, that adds a little something to the sandwich.
1: That is a solid choice. And see, this is why Sign Guy brought me on to the staff because I asked the hard hitting questions like this. You well see, these are the these are the really the tough things to answer for sure. They are. They are for sure. Now I, I heard uh I heard you talking earlier. There's so very much wrestling happening this coming weekend. You know, this is a little event happened down in Los Angeles and everything. Um I heard you're gonna be taking in a good portion of it. What would you say you're looking forward to most this WrestleMania weekend?
2: Uh I like the. I, I mean, I, I've always liked the collective, but uh, I can't lie and say that, that it's rest, it's called WrestleMania week for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody can act like, oh, well, you know, I only watch indies and blah blah blah, but uh, it's WrestleMania. It's always been WrestleMania. Okay. There's a reason a lot of us are in this building uh, in the business, and it's because they watched a certain match on a certain, you know. They watched WWF Superstars and heard about WrestleMania and saw WrestleMania 3 or whatever it was. It's always WrestleMania. and uh, well, I, I, Both nights, my son's looking forward to it. My daughter couldn't care less. My wife uh, is happy. There's going to be snacks. It's going to be a fun event because I'm going to sit well, here and see, eat a bunch of food and watch that.
1: Well, see, now you're making it easy for me. You just said everybody's had that one thing that they saw growing up that got them into the business. What would be your WrestleMania moment?
2: the thing that made me wanna be involved. That's right. Man, the first time I ever saw wrestling I wanted to be involved. We lived in uh we actually lived in Dallas when the Von Eriks were big. I was uh
0: hmm.
2: I think I was five and I remember my mom freaking out about the Von Eriks and uh I remember seeing Michael Hayes hit David Von Erick with a boot <laughs> and uh nice. from there it was uh we moved in, but it was uh, Hulk Hogan, uh, Paul Orndorff. That was a big thing. Uh, Hogan Warrior, and then it just—I never got out of it. Like from the time I was just a little kid, I've loved it. I just always have. Now there was times where I would fall in and out of it and not watch it as much, but I've never been so far out of it because I didn't know what was going on. Especially come WrestleMania season, I think I've missed one WrestleMania live as far as, like, watching it on pay-per-view. Uh,
1: so, uh, let's let's go with the cliche interview question here. What what would be your greatest WrestleMania match of all time?
2: Man, Brett Austin.
1: It, that's, that is mine. You picked the same one I do. That's, that's it's, uh, an iconic I mean, there's moment. There's been a lot history.
2: of good ones. Uh, Sean and Taker, the first one was really good. Uh, there's been a, a hell of a lot of good matches, but uh, Brett and Stone Cold, uh, just from the storyline to the amount of work they put into it, and they really saved that WrestleMania because it was uh, not a good one. So, yeah, that was a that was a damn good match. Uh,
1: you had mentioned uh, a little bit ago that there was times where you went in and out of, of fandom as you were coming up. Um, uh, it's funny that we, we uh, this is all sort of tying together. Um, I, when I was really young, my father would take me to uh, matches and shows in uh, uh, the central Orlando and, and, and exterior areas, um, and I was a big fan when I was really young. And then you go through the peaks and valleys and things, and you 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 know, there's interests to the come and go. Uh, when I dive headfirst right back into wrestling, it was that WrestleMania. It was the first WrestleMania match I had seen in several years, and talk about something to suck you right back in, man uh if i i was obsessed right right from the get-go right, right as i got back into things and that moment has stuck in my mind like craw for forever uh so you you and i are, are going to get along just fine if that's your your, your wrestlemania moment of all time because it's mine too um what uh what would you say i i was i was having a conversation with some friends earlier in the week this week and uh they asked the question i i just kind of Uh, haphazardly added it to my notes to see if I could ask you while we were on the phone today. Um, In the last, you know, two decades, really, uh, WrestleMania has made a a point to uh, uh, pull out all the stops when it comes to the stage. Do you have a favorite WrestleMania stage of all time?
2: Oh, wow. Um, WrestleMania 31 was a real good one. Uh, Also, uh, 29 was a good one. Uh, The New York one, or New Jersey. Uh, those two were really good. And then agree, uh, what was the year with the roller coaster? Was that Orlando? That or
1: 24? was 24. Uh, er, I want to say 24, yeah.
2: Yeah, that was the Edge Undertaker one. The one with the roller coaster was pretty good, yeah. too. But yeah, yeah boy, with... uh, my favorite WrestleMania one of all time, was, as far as just the look, was WrestleMania 9. Oh, sure. Because the whole show was... Daylight, and it, they had that weird mm-hmm. little thing at Caesars. That, that was just a, mm-hmm. just because it looked completely different from it, the, any of the other WrestleManias.
1: Certainly was unique. I I went with twenty nine uh, when I when I answered my my friends the the whole New York skyline and, and New York City up above the ring and everything. And for for me in the modern era, that was that was kind of yeah. the coolest one for me. Uh, let's get back to Paul Cade. Um You ran down the match card for us earlier. Sounds like a stack card, you've got a lot of interesting matches You've got a lot of interesting talent um while you're gonna be in a match yourself, which may or may not be exactly something you're looking forward to, which match are you most interested in seeing at Paade this year
2: wow uh I've got cu- the first match of the night uh that six person canine cup uh match is gonna be with mance Warner and that whole group is gonna be. Insane, and that's the first match of the show. So if you get there at you know, one thirty and have missed it, uh, kick yourself. But uh, that one's going to be a killer. Uh, the main event with the fans bringing the weapons is going to be great. There's, I mean, I don't want to say oh every match is good, but you know, I'm looking forward to a lot of it. If not, I wouldn't have uh, I wouldn't have booked it. So
1: <laughs> certainly, as the promoter, it's easy for you to say every match oh, yeah. is going to be great because I booked them. So. Yeah. Oh, well, I didn't
2: say everything was going to be great. Now, let's calm down.
0: <laughs> There's
2: a difference between being enjoyable and being great. A lot of the stuff I like is not what everybody's going to like.
1: Oh, that's the the glory of our business. There's a little bit of something for everybody, right? That's uh, that's the whole point. Uh now this is the first time you and I've had a conversation. It's the first time I'm being exposed to Parcade. Um what gave you the idea that to to do this kind of show in the first place? It is a unique concept.
2: Well, uh, I wanted to run a show before I turned 40 and I was like, we should do a charity event. And my wife who's way smarter than me suggested we do it for the animal shelter because they don't, our local animal shelter doesn't get any public funding. So anything they get is by people donating. So the first year we did it, uh, we we had a pretty good crowd and they, and we had, we gave money off tickets. If you brought like dog food or cleaning supplies for the shelter and stuff like that. And then it's, Gradually, which is another reason we moved the event. It's it it's it hasn't been as big. The first year we did was in the middle of summer, and the last couple of years has been in April. So it's kind of a it's a good time, but I mean it's it, the the crowd's not what we wanted it to be the last couple of years as far as donations go. So that's why we moved it closer to the Louisville area. It's a bigger market, and we can we can hopefully make a bigger event out of it this year and. Hopefully, I, we do it well enough where I never have to do this again, ever. I see. I say that, but we pretty much market it as the final chapter and use the Friday the 13th font just in case. That way, if it, something happens next year and I change my mind, it could be Paul 8-5, the new beginning, and we'll put it in blue so it could be the fake Jason. So
1: right, we'll see. because things in professional wrestling don't ever change on the fly.
2: Yeah, you can, you know, I've said four times already that this will be the last one. So we'll see.
1: <laughs> now, in our business, you know, we're storytellers when it comes down to it. Um, and I, as far as I uh, have experienced, when you travel on the road and you're in locker rooms, everybody likes telling a good story. What's your favorite Paul Cade story that somebody might not have heard before?
2: Favorite Paul Cade story? Uh, let's see. Dun, dun, dun.
0: What you,
2: there was a palcade where Bradley Prescott the fourth wanted a uh, WrestleMania entrance, so everybody was coming in this one particular area, and Bradley came in the wrong side of the building and opened up a giant garage door. Where see, opened up a giant garage door, knocked a bunch of stuff down just so he could have his own WrestleMania entrance, and then last year. Uh, they had a. Uh, I let. I made the the great decision of letting Bradley Prescott the fourth and Adam Slade book the entire Battle Royal, and that went haywire uh, pretty much out the gate. But it was pretty entertaining. No one actually got in the ring. I don't think so. It was
1: great. Fair enough. Um, I've just got one more thing for you before I turn you back over to uh, Sign Guy. What would you say to anybody out there that's still on the fence considering whether or not coming to Focate this year
2: if, if you If you're going to go to a wrestling show or even if you just got you know an extra fifteen twenty bucks that's less than two cups of coffee at Starbucks, you can blow it on something stupid or you could come have a great day uh support two amazing causes, watch a lot of good wrestling drink some beer, eat some food out of a food truck, watch an old fat man bleed. It's going to be amazing.
1: As, uh, as good a pitch as I've ever heard. Uh, I'm going to turn you back over to guy. I appreciate you taking the time to come in and chat with us today. As always, we, we really appreciate having uh, any guest on, but especially somebody that's got a great cause, two great causes this year and, uh, and something to help uh, uh, that we can help promote.
2: Well, I appreciate it.
0: Thank you, Chris Marks. Well, Chad, the first couple of Paul after the fact people were able to watch it on IWTV, is that going to be the case this year? Are you going to uh, be able to catch it if you're not anywhere near the new Albany area, but still want to watch what happens?
2: Well, uh, I've been doing this in association with Paradigm Pro Wrestling, and they recently left IWTV to go to Fight Plus. So, they are in the process of moving all the back catalogs over to Fight Plus, including all the Paul Kate events. But this Paul Kate event will be, probably because it's going to be so long, will be definitely uh, shown live. Well, not live, but live to tape, that sort of thing, Uh Later on down the road uh I think they're gonna break it up into a couple different segments because it's gonna be a, a very long show, but it will definitely be available to be watched on Fight plus that's a seven ninety nine a month deal and uh if, if anybody's watching the collective this weekend, that's how you're watching it Eight bucks you get all this stuff, and then you got the back catalogs and a bunch of other stuff so uh worth the money uh fight plus uh good people over there so not that there's anything wrong with IWTV, but uh, they just happen. This, these, this, the people that I'm working with happen to move over, so that's who that's who I'm promoting this year. So there we go.
0: In the first Paul Cade, like you said, it was an open air venue, and in the middle of summer, the people that live in the Midwest understand thunderstorms roll in. They did that day. Yeah. Power was knocked out for several minutes until in an Undertaker-like moment, the light came back on. If weather's an issue this year, being in a new location, are you safe from anything like that? Is it going to be a much safer venue as far as weather and oh, well, wind sorry. and all that type of thing is concerned? Uh.
2: I would certainly think so. Yeah, the first year it was uh, was definitely a learning curve. We got hit with uh, uh, like 50 mile an hour winds. The power kept flickering. It was a it was a rough day. Well, rough like seven hours or what it seemed like. But it was uh, we managed to get through it. The show ended up very. We didn't lose a customer. Nobody left early. It was uh, actually we've been pretty good about that. uh, No matter how long the shows have been, and I'll admit I, I, I tend to book heavy. For that kind of stuff but uh no matter how long the shows go we we get everybody through them and everybody seems to have a good time and everybody seems to enjoy what we're doing so this year uh, in the new building uh you know climate controlled worst case scenario the power goes out you can still walk up to the bar and get a beer so you're not in bad shape
0: very fair point well we're getting down to the last few minutes of the show so why don't you take that time if there's anything you want to say to the listeners, plug and promote everything you have on Paul Cade, anything else you have, social media, merchandise, your favorite dry cleaner, anything you've got, floor is all yours.
2: Well, I appreciate that. Uh, Paul Cade's April 15th, uh, New Albany, Indiana, at Our Lady of Perpetual Hobbs, 300 Foundation Court, New Albany, Indiana. Four seven one five zero. If you're looking for that, uh, doors are at noon. Uh, bell times at one. We have to be out of the building by six, so it'll be over well before then. Uh, once again, the uh, this is benefiting the Salem, Indiana Animal Shelter and the family of Sean Patrick O'Brien, who we recently just lost. Uh, there'll be fourteen ish matches on the show. A couple death matches, tag matches, intergender matches, whatever kind of matches you want, we got it. Uh, there will be uh, beer on tap, which is a good bonus for any wrestling show. Uh, a couple of food trucks. Live music will be played. Uh, tons of fun stuff. Uh, we've got a couple sponsors. Uh, Smokey's Discount Tobacco. Uh, they got five locations in southern Indiana. They're good people. Um, Nights on Holiday, Paradigm Pro Wrestling, uh, Fight TV, Um Deathmatch housing, uh the Richies, all the good people that have helped us out. Um, com obviously, is what I run. Uh, we're the ones that generally put the show on and do the heavy lifting for it. Uh, that's pretty much all I got to. I don't really have a lot of shameless plugs this year. I just want to make sure that everybody knows that Paul Cade, I mean, if you're going to spend money on a wrestling show and you have an option, our show's going to be amazing it's not going to be the same four people you see every week, and it's going to a good cause. And there'll be a fun—it'll be a fun atmosphere. Bring your puppies, bring your kids. You know, it should be great. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at, at Chad A French. That'd be me, and uh, follow Paradigm Pro Wrestling on Twitter as well, and Fight Plus. And I think that's all I have to promote. I got nothing else. Uh, watch uh, the Collective, I guess.
0: Well, Chad, as always, it has been a pleasure having you on the show. I look forward to being on Paul Cade this year. I believe we booked this like a year ago, so I've really been looking forward to it for a long time. Thank you again for having me out there, and I will see you on the day of Paul Cade.
2: Well, much appreciated. We're glad to have you. Thank you very much.
0: All right, fans, definitely, if you're anywhere near New Albany, Indiana, buy a ticket, come out and see the show. If you aren't in the area, contact Chad. Maybe donate some tickets to people that would like to see the show but don't have the funds to do so. The money going to two very, very, very worthwhile causes, and that is a rarity in pro wrestling where you have not one but two great causes where money is going directly to what they proclaim it is going to help as we end this show this week Chris Marks do you have anything to plug or promote
1: well certainly uh, I've got some new stuff on Pro Wrestling Tees I had a couple of requests so I made those work just check that out ProWrestlingTees.com you can just search Chris Marks and then uh, April 8th Northwest Pro will be coming to you live from Vaughn Washington I'm going to be out there checking out that show And then uh, Combat Pro Wrestling will be in Arlington, Washington, in the Merkwood Public House on April 29th, and I'll definitely be at that show. I think you will be too, right? I will be. I'll be coating two belts that day instead of one because the heavyweight champion of CCW is rather irrelevant, and they took his, so.
0: Always sad when members of Turnbuckle Turmoil fight each other. Hmm.
1: Only thing sad, in my opinion, is the title reign of J.B. Moonshine.
0: Ouch. Well, fans, you can find me at the aforementioned Northwest Pro event in Vaughn, Washington. The following week, on the 15th, you can find me at the aforementioned Paul in New Albany, Indiana, where I will be surrounded by tons and tons of great talent including guys I have not seen in a very long time, such as the Zodiac, such as Kerry Awful, guys I've seen much more recently but wish I saw more often, such as your Cole Rodericks. But definitely get out there support Paul K. The following week from there, on the 22nd, there will be a special edition of Northwest Pro. Uh, more info as that becomes more public and then on the 29th like chris marks just told you combat pro wrestling presents theatrical wrestling in arlington washington so that's how to find me april it's a bit of a busy month but everybody get out there support your local independent wrestling wherever it may be please 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 support paul cade in any form that you can Someone is going to win a fantastic raffle, I guarantee you that. Lots of great prizes on hand already and more being procured as we speak in Los Angeles, of all places. So stay tuned for that. We'll be back with you Sunday afternoon. We have Big Ramp manager out of Louisiana making up his appearance from... The other day when we had technical issues One week from this very day Bob Cook Comes back to the program Bob Cook Long time veteran professional wrestler You saw him on WCW Saturday night Monday Night Raw Florida Championship Wrestling So many great shows he was a part of One of the best punchers In professional wrestling Look forward to his return So make sure you have plans To join us So everybody stay safe out there and we will talk to you soon. (laughs)
1: We'll <laughs>